a voice spoke out of the golden splendor of the sky. It's the LifeSpring One Year Bible coming to you from Riverside, California and podcasting since 2004. I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year and it's Poetry Thursday. Our reading today will be Job 39 and 40. The title of this episode is, Do You Trust Me? Before we read, let's pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we ask that you would bless our time of reading today. Open our eyes open our hearts, and speak to us. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's read. Job chapter 39 When do mountain goats and deer give birth? Have you been there when their young are born? How long are they pregnant before they deliver? Soon their young grow strong and then leave to be on their own. Who set wild donkeys free? I alone help them survive in salty desert sand. They stay far from crowded cities and refuse to be tamed. Instead, they roam the hills searching for pasture land. Would a wild ox agree to live in your barn and labor for you? Could you force him to plow or to drag a heavy log to smooth out the soil? Can you depend on him to use his great strength and do your heavy work? Can you trust him to harvest your grain or take it to your barn from the threshing place? An ostrich proudly flaps her wings, but not because she loves her young. She abandons her eggs and lets the dusty ground keep them warm, and she doesn't seem to worry that the feet of an animal could crush them at all. She treats her eggs as though they were not her own, unconcerned that her work might be for nothing. I myself made her foolish and without common sense, but once she starts running, she laughs at a rider on the fastest horse. Did you give horses their strength and the flowing hair along their necks? Did you make them able to jump like grasshoppers or to frighten people with their snorting? Before horses are ridden into battle, they paw at the ground, proud of their strength. Laughing at fear, they rush toward the fighting, while the weapons of their riders rattle and flash in the sun. Unable to stand still, they gallop eagerly into battle when trumpets blast. Stirred by the distant smells and sounds of war, they snort in reply to the trumpet. Did you teach hawks to fly south for the winter? Did you train eagles to build their nests on rocky cliffs where they can look down to spot their next meal? Then their young gather to feast wherever the victim lies. Job chapter 40 I am the Lord all-powerful, but you have argued that I am wrong. Now you must answer me. Job said to the Lord, Who am I to answer you? I did speak once or twice, but never again. Then out of the storm the Lord said to Job, Face me and answer the questions I ask. Are you trying to prove that you're innocent by accusing me of injustice? Do you have a powerful arm and a thundering voice that compare with mine? If so, then surround yourself with glory and majesty. Show your furious anger. Throw down and crush all who are proud and evil. Wrap them in grave clothes and bury them together in the dusty soil. Do this, and I will agree that you have won this argument. I created both you and the hippopotamus. It eats only grass like an ox, but look at the mighty muscles in its body and legs. Its tail is like a cedar tree, and its thighs are thick. The bones in its legs are like bronze or iron. I made it more powerful than any other creature, yet I am stronger still. 
Undisturbed, it eats grass while the other animals play nearby. It rests in the shade of trees along the riverbank or hides among reeds in the swamp. It remains calm and unafraid, with the Jordan River rushing and splashing in its face. There is no way to capture a hippopotamus, not even by hooking its nose or blinding its eyes. Well, beloved, it's easy to think of this scene with God's awesome, booming voice rumbling and shaking everything around for miles as he speaks out of the storm. And maybe it did happen that way. He can be a fearsome God. But I like what the commentator F.B. Meyer wrote. Listen to this. Divine power and human ignorance. When the storm had ceased and the thunder was hushed, a voice spoke out of the golden splendor of the sky. Job had challenged God to answer him, and now he's taken at his word. We recall Horeb's ancient cave where, after wind and earthquake, there came a sound of gentle stillness. Gird up now thy loins, said the Eternal to Job. In later years, under similar circumstances, the Spirit entered Ezekiel to strengthen him. Surely some such strengthening was forthwith given the patriarch. Meyer continues, A sublime series of questions is now addressed to him, not by a God of judgment and wrath, but by a father arguing and pleading with his child and pointing out two things. First, the inability of mortal man to understand the way of God, and second, the minuteness and tenderness of God's providence. Job had thought of him as remote, but he is near and is ordering all things wisely and lovingly. Can he forget his child? Beloved, Job had surely been through the ringer. He was weak of body, mind, and spirit. I don't see God coming at him with anger or judgment. He certainly didn't need to intimidate Job with awesome displays of power. I agree with Meyer. I think he talked to Job as a loving father, pointing out that the questions Job asked had answers that were beyond his understanding. This is, of course, an oversimplification to be sure, but God's answer in its essence is, I am God, you are not. Trust me. Dark and painful times come to each of our lives, beloved. Sometimes we raise our eyes to heaven and ask, Why, God? Why? And more often than not, all we get in reply is silence. There's no revelation, no sudden insight that offers an answer, just silence. And then, if you linger with God a while longer, you just might hear His still, small voice say, Do you trust me? What is your answer? I have learned to say, with all my heart, Lord, with all my heart. God asks you, do you trust me? What's your answer? Call the LifeSpring Family Hotline at plus one nine five one seven three two eighty five eleven. You can also comment via Boostagram. Another place you can go is comment.lifespringmedia.com. Our reading tomorrow will be Jeremiah 37 through 41 because it's Prophecy Friday. New mail notification. You might remember that a couple of days ago, Lane wrote and said that he was having problems uh, getting updates for the show on AntennaPod, the app that he uses for Android. Today, I got an email from Brother Phil, and he said, Hi, Steve, I also use AntennaPod. I've had no recent issues. I checked my download log, and it looks normal for the last four days. Five days ago, I had a lot of failed refreshes, but nothing since. I don't tend to update AntennaPod or any app, so I'm using version 2.6.1. 
Well, Brother Phil, thank you for that. I got a uh, email from Lane yesterday, and he said, I restarted my device and all the problems seem to be resolved. So <laughs> sometimes the easiest fix is the simplest. Lane, I'm glad you got it sorted out. And Brother Phil, thank you for writing in. Jason Pascal came in today with a donation of $50. Thank you so much, Jason. God bless you. You know, beloved, Value for Value is the only way the LifeSpring One-Year Bible can keep going. Donations have been somewhat sparse lately, and it takes a lot of time and resources to do a daily show like the LifeSpring One-Year Bible, but I've committed to never accept advertising on the show because of the restrictions that come with that kind of a deal. To read and to teach the Word of God with no compromise, with no outside influences, advertisers or corporate money cannot be a part of the show. So, I need your support. With your support, I'm free to tell you what God tells us in the Bible, regardless of what the culture wants to hear. If you want the show to be salt and light to a world that desperately needs the good news of a risen Christ, please pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do. And then go to lifespringmedia.com support. I will thank you, and I believe God will bless you. Today's show art is by Jason Pascal. Boy, time, talent, and treasure. Thanks again, Jason. God bless you. And also thanks to Sister Denise and Michael Hayner and Scott Snyder and Brittany. I appreciate each one of you, and I thank God for you. And I thank God for each person who's listening right now, the LifeSpring family. I know the time in your day is precious. You only have 24 hours, and the fact that you allow me to be part of it is something that I do treasure. Shall we do it again tomorrow? All right, it's a date. Until then, may God bless you richly. My name is Steve Wapp. Bye. All the programs in the LifeSpring Media family are made possible by the generous gifts of people like you.